What's going on, everybody? This is the Caption World Podcast, episode nine. This is Saturday, September twenty-first, twenty-first September, man. Um, like I said, episode nine again. This is David Carmichael, and we got my boy Sco. We got a special guest, man. Um, my homeboy Kyrie, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's up, what's up? Yeah, man. Me and Kyrie go way back, man. Um. <laughs> I know him from the ODU days. Right. So, you know, out there, we used to go party all the time. Right. Um, I was with a, cu- a couple of people I knew out there. I used to go, go come up there every weekend. Same routine, drink, mm-hmm. trying to find a party. Exactly. You know, get right to it. So, trying to find you know, so I'll go between <laughs> Norfolk State. I hit the school, the homeboys at Norfolk State, or they might come out with you back and forth. You know, this whole time I thought you went to school there. A lot of people thought I went to school there, you know. Um, <laughs> no cap, no cap. I gotta respectfully just. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, shout out to them, man. Um, shoot, even if the community college joints too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying they're trying to transfer. It's underrated. CC joints, it's the definitely underrated. CC joints. You know, even Christopher Newport. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. <laughs> we see y'all. Right. So, um, so yeah, Kyrie, man. Um, so let the um audience. Oh, our listeners, you know, and that's a little bit of background about yourself and what you do as far as music or just anything. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so my, like I said, my name is Kyrie. I go by my full name, really, Kyrie Wiley. Also, uh, Kilo Kai, you know what I'm saying? It's a moniker. You can find me on Instagram at Kilo Kai underscore. Um, Twitter is Kyrie Wiley. But yeah, Repeat man. That one more time. Was that? Repeat that one more time. Yeah, yeah. So it's Kilo Kai, K I L O K Y underscore. That's on Instagram. And it's Kyrie Wiley on Twitter. It's K-Y. Yeah, definitely. K-Y-R-E-E-W-I-L-E-Y. But yeah, man, I'm just an upcoming rapper, really, from Norfolk. You know what I'm saying? 757. From the ground, really. You know what I'm saying? Just try to do my thing out here and, you know, show my face and, and put my music out, you know? That's it, really. That's what's up. You got any uh, projects you're working on currently? Yeah, right now I'm really working on the EP. It's going to be like a little, it's a little taste before I do it like a full length. Project, mm-hmm. so I just want to throw out something because it's been a minute since I really put out music. So I want to get my people like you know, good little four song EP to put on you know Apple Music and everything like that. But yeah, that's in the works. That should probably come out maybe early next year. That's what's up. Where can our listeners find uh, some of the work that you already have out now? Yeah, I, as far as what I have out now, you can find it on SoundCloud at SoundCloud.com uh, backslash Kyrie dash Wiley. Like I said, it's K-Y-R-E-E-W-I-L-E-Y. You can find it there. I'm on YouTube at, you know what I'm saying, same thing, YouTube.com slash Kyrie Wiley Music. You can find me on, uh, yeah, yeah, those two things, yep. If somebody wanted to get, like, a general taste of your your uh, your sound, what, what track would you suggest it? If you want to get a general t- taste of my sound, the one I usually start people off with is a song I got called Chance to Fly. That's my jump. Yeah. That's my favorite jump. I with that jump. Like, well, it's been a minute since you released that song. Yeah. That's, that's still my shit right there. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that Erica Badu sample. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that window seat sample. Window seat sample, yeah. That's yeah. Dope. That's it. We should, uh, I'm going to listen to this after this podcast all the way, but it's dope. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Appreciate you, appreciate you. But yeah, that, I usually start people off with that one because, like, it's really like a good little intro. I try to, Make my shit like more, 
I don't even say I tried. It's just how it comes out. Like I grew up really listening to like '90s hip hop and, and New York rap. So when I when I do my music, that's what I relate to. That's what I I go for. So with that track, is really like an introduction of of like what my music sounds like, how I rap, what I'm about, and it's really just like you know what I'm saying bars and and showboating and you know the confidence that that I get when I listen to my favorite rappers. I try to portray that on my music. So that's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like even Kyrie, he uh he had performed in my fashion show last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, he killed it there too. And um that was my first time I you know, seeing him perform, you know, his songs. And um but yeah, man, you keep doing your thing, bro. I'm definitely supporting Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Definitely all the um, you know, talented people in this area, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of us too. It's a lot of us, bro. Yeah. Like even with that um I keep mentioning, you know, that something in the water festival that kinda yeah. really inspired me to like keep going with what I'm doing. Yeah. And it was a good thing for Pharrell to really highlight the talent that's in the seven five and let the world know or just the country know that, you know, don't sleep on the seven five seven area. Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we have a lot of good products as far as music and sports, you know, from Iverson to Vic to Missy Pharrell. Um, yeah. There's probably some a lot of people I'm I'm forgetting, but yeah. yeah, we just have a lot of talent, man. So you know definitely even the local talent that's coming up right now like i feel like i'm in the same type of like peer group with yeah. like young crazy is doing it like big right young now crazy, bro. like yeah, he's, a, he's going crazy yeah yeah no so pun intended. <laughs> well, poor pun intended you know what i'm saying so <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous right now so i always feel like it's really like norfolk and the 757 in particular has been like a real you know like diamond in the rough i just think like give it some time we're gonna really like pop out something serious soon so i can feel it really right yeah so no doubt, man. What would it take for, like, I guess people from other areas to be heavily involved with the 75? Like, would the artists of the 75 have to band together to, like, start something big for, you know, to reach a broader audience? Or, like, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I always think, like, you know, when we're stronger together. So right. we all support each other, all, like, get behind each other. We could definitely, like, make ways and get, you know, further than just, you know what I'm saying, the, the corners of the 757. And I do think, like, the surrounding areas do have already taken notice. Like, I think a lot of times people from, like, you know what I'm saying, Richmond and, and Northern Virginia, they come down here, and it's always love in between us. So, like, I always think, like, if we all come together, really the whole Virginia area, for real, come together, we can definitely, like, move out of this place and, like, show the world really what we can do. And it really just takes that support, you know what I'm saying, that support between everybody for everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that, that's very, that's, I mean, it seems like, like that's the answer. Yeah. Some people don't really want to let that happen. It's just, um, I feel like we do support each other a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, it'd be a couple of bad apples that try to just hate on someone that's trying to do their thing. Yeah, yeah, I or, think... A lot of times when you see somebody um, take off before you, you might right. not want to like you know what I'm saying be so quick to support because you feel like you know it might have should have been you, you know what I'm saying. But I think everybody got, just got to realize you know everybody has their time and you supporting the next person is going to open doors for you in the future too. So right, yeah. that's really a, a focus. I think just that love and support. You know, I, I don't see I don't see the, the the sense in it really to not you know what I'm saying show love to people who are you see doing things like out here. You know, yeah. so yeah. Like I said, it's a lot of time on the 757, so you definitely support each other. And, um, you know, even just liking the post, sharing the post, mm-hmm. you know, listening to a song, sharing a song. It's simple. You know, it's not all about just people money, just whatever they're doing to try to support the best you can. So, but um, we definitely going to talk
Um, right quick, we're gonna talk about some just some news topics, man. We kind of just have like a barbershop discussion kind of every time we talk on the podcast. Yeah, I feel it. So, um, <clears throat> I know one thing I've seen, man. I know we've been hearing about the Area Fifty One. Supposed to happen, but it didn't happen. Mm. It was supposed to be yesterday, but um, I think some people were out there, but it wasn't like how we all thought it was gonna be. Yeah. But I kind of figured it wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> but I was just real curious to see if, it, if those people were, were really gonna like try to bombard everything in Area Fifty One. No, sir, because they would have got shot. <laughs> they probably gathered around the jail on the outside, but as people barging in, yeah, that, nobody about to lose their life <laughs> for something stupid. Like, right. I'm actually surprised people even showed up to like be outside of it. So it didn't happen, but people were there, like waiting for it to happen, or like I won't really following it. Yeah, they just gathered around the, the area. Oh, okay, you know, they didn't actually try to intrude in it though. But like, that's crazy. <laughs> I was hoping they did. Like, yeah, that would have been a hello yeah, story. I guess I didn't want to see, but see people get killed either, but <laughs> that would have been a massacre, bro. Like, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I think the government had to step in. Like Even if they were really going to do it, I think the government had to do something. It's like, look, bro, yeah. going, y'all need to not do this now. Yeah, I you think know. I think what would have happened if, if they were to like decide it was going to storm, I don't think the government would have just like shot them up or something like that. I think maybe they would have like showed them like Showed them the guns. They showed them that it's not really a good idea, and yeah, then would have. Okay, right. yeah. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. yeah See, yeah, that's probably why I ain't having. That's what. <laughs> but what y'all think that's inside the area fifty one, like Oh man, um, I don't know, man. Probably just some um, equipment that yeah. we just don't know about. I know, yeah. um, as far as the UFO sightings, it's been. Like the conspiracies, or people would say it might be just like un, unidentified military objects, not mm-hmm. like alien aircraft, but just yeah. military aircraft. They're just testing out. Yeah. Um, but probably just defense, um, you know, materials or whatever. Just, just they just trying to hide from everybody else. Yeah, like I, I think I definitely believe that you know what I'm saying there's aliens out there, but part of me I don't believe that we've discovered it yet. So I don't think like in Area 51 it's gonna be like test tubes of like alien babies or something like that going on. Right. But I could definitely see like just some like classified material, classified, you know what I'm saying, things that they don't want people to see. Also, I feel like at this point, Area 51 has been around long, long enough. I think they probably would have moved it because so many people know about it. So if they did yes. have stuff there, they probably moved it somewhere else. But I don't know. That, that is, it's definitely a curious thing to think about. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna find out when we get uh, when we get on the other side. <laughs> the Lord will tell us the secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So I mean, I guess it's a good thing that nothing crazy happened. Yeah, smart um, decision. But yeah, so so let's um let's talk about the NFL, man. Um, <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff been happening, especially with Antonio Brown. But before we talk about him, let's just talk about I don't know all these injuries that have been happening so far. You got Big Ben. Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. Um, Drew Brees got hurt. Mm. Um, Dick Foles got hurt, man. It's like three injuries like last week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, season just started. Season just started, man. And I'm kind of upset because I, um, I had Big Ben on my um, fantasy team. Oh, man. And um, Yeah, all I got is <laughs> he went crazy last year. So I was like, you know, in the draft, I was trying to get my wide receivers and my running backs early. Mm. And I was like, I can give me a quarterback later in the round. And um, I was like, "Oh, Big Ben, right there, he did pretty good." You know, he don't he don't got Sonia Brown no more. Yeah, so I picked him up, and um, 
Nick got hurt the second game. You think you think he done after the season? You think this is the one that's going to do it? I, feel, I, I agree. <laughs> I think um, and I think um, Mike Thomas on the hot seat. I I, I don't want, I don't think he should be, but yeah, I don't know. I just you know how I be with coaches. Man. Ain't Mike Thomas from Newport News? He from he went to Denby. Okay, I believe. Okay, of course he coached that woman, Mary. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm not sure what city he's from around here. Though. I feel like I I seen that someone, but I don't know. I think like if you a two-time Super Bowl winning coach, or do you win it once? I think, um, what's the, the coach before? Bill Cowher. Bill yeah, Cowher won. won one. Then okay. He, uh, what's the name won one? Okay. I feel like if you're a Super Bowl winning coach, you can't really, and you, and it's not like he's, I heard he, like, he's never had a, a losing season, right? And yeah. he's always been like, like you said, Bit Ben went crazy last year. I feel like he's always had like, a great offense. Like, the Steelers have always been good. They seem to always get like, a great great wide receiver in the draft somehow. They've had like seven top notch wide receivers. Right. So I feel like when you got that type of like ability to 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 put together a team and to constantly compete, you can't be on the hot seat like after like, you know, just not making a Super Bowl for a couple of years. I feel like right. he shouldn't be on the hot seat. And I always with things like this, I always look at, you know, race. Yeah, I feel like it's not a many black coaches out there. I don't wanna see like, I feel like Andy Reid has never been to the Super Bowl. And I'm an Eagles fan. And Andy Reid has never, like, won the Super Bowl. He's been to the Super Bowl. But he's never won the Super Bowl. Right. And we're never talking about him being on the hot seat, really. Um, so I just feel like black coaches get, like, a shorter leash. And I, I don't want to see Mike Tomlin be on the hot seat because he hasn't made the, the Super Bowl recently. I don't know. Yeah, it's the same way with um quarterbacks, I believe. Like, yeah. Black quarterbacks, they yeah. don't have time. I don't know, like you've seen it with RG3, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, even though Teddy Bridgewater's playing in Drew Brees, Drew Brees' place now. Yeah. Um, even with Michael Vick, even though, you know, everybody knows that story. Yeah. But <laughs> the downfall of black quarterbacks. Yeah. Even Cam now. I was going to say. This, this, this ain't Cam is done. Yeah, how? The former MVP Cam Newton is going like, to replace Cam Newton? That's – you know, yeah, I feel like, yeah, like you said, like I feel like Blake Bortles was like the Jaguar starting quarterback for like five years, right. and he was trash the entire time. Um, Eli Manning has been trash for a long time, and they just they just benched him. Right. Uh, yeah, I just feel like you know you get like a shorter leash <laughs> if you're a black quarterback, but you know. Yeah, uh, I mean that's true, man. Hopefully Cam will get it back, get it together because um, I don't know. I mean I, I know he's not right, but he's been hurt a lot. He's been hurt a lot, and. I mean, I don't know. He just – I know he's a good quarterback. Just sometimes it would be unfortunate with you getting hurt. But, mm, yeah. you know, um, hopefully he'll make it through. Man, hopefully they don't, you know, panic and think they got to make a change or try to get rid of him or whatever. Yeah. So he's only 30 years old. Yeah, exactly. You know, Tom exactly. Brady, like 40-something years old. <laughs> Tom Brady's 43. 43, bro. That's he's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> so, it's like – it's just weird, though. I wonder why like, – how does Tom Brady never care? Hit. Well, he gets hit, but not like yeah. injury type hits. You know, I don't understand how come year after year he never like gets hurt, bro. But like yeah. he got these black quarterbacks, or just any other quarterbacks in general, that yeah. run for their lives and getting, <laughs> getting, you know, can can hit all the time. Yeah, for Cam Newton in particular, I think the way they do their offense, they they it's so predicated on him running the ball that he, of course, he was gonna get hit. Same thing with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck and Cam Newton probably had like a, a similar. Similar, even though Andrew Luck was more of a passer than Cam Newton was, but Andrew Luck was hit a lot too. And when you right. hit that much, that that injury ball just you know what I'm saying that could derail a lot of careers. So yeah, that know. Andrew Luck story sad, man. Yeah, like he was pretty decent. He was, yeah. and it was crazy because it was him 
and RG3 yeah. were the ones that came in the league. Well, there was one and two. And right, that was just going crazy. And then RG3 got hurt, and we thought he was going to be out the league before Andrew Luck, but it was all the way around. Like, <laughs> yeah. RG3 still on the team. Yeah, that's, that's so a fact. It's crazy how the tables turn like that, bro. Yeah. Uh, you think, um, well, I don't know. I feel like when you retire early like that, like it had to be really – like he had to really be bothering him, like or really, he had to be really hurt, or right. you think getting injured so much just just like kills your motivation to play football, or did he have something else? I heard he was a real smart dude. I think he went to like he went to uh, Stanford. He went to Stanford, yeah. So he was a real smart dude. He probably had like you know backup plans and things like that. But right. like that's crazy to, to give up football like that, and you you know a star quarterback. Yeah, some so. people just be tired of it though. Like, yeah. I think for him, he was just like the injuries took a toll on him. He just couldn't, he couldn't play through them. Yeah. And I think he really had some serious injuries he was playing through. Yeah. And then you know sometimes he would be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just retire." Yeah. You know, because that CTE stuff is real too. So yeah, yeah. I guess he just wanted to, you know, if, if that was gonna happen, he didn't want it to happen to him. So might as well get out while his body's still why he can't. right. I'm sure he made a bunch of money. I heard they let they let him keep a signing bonus or something crazy like that where he's still getting paid. That's what's up. And you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I respect it. I respect it. But it's just crazy for the NFL because it's, it's a bad look. Like you said, this, the CTE thing is, is real right now. And I've been thinking, like, am I going to let my, my kid play football? Like, it's, it's so dangerous. Right. Like, how do you make that decision? Like, of course, my stance is if he wanted to play – I'm going to let him play. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to definitely try to tell him about the consequences that you can have playing football, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, at a high level. So it's, just, it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. So right, it's just wild to me. Yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, Andrew Luck is definitely – he would have, you know, he was going to look for the Hall of Fame if he would have playing. But, you know, yeah. that's what happens sometimes. Like, you know, we don't really see his true potential. Yeah. You can name plenty of athletes from the NBA to the NFL that – yeah. Retired too soon It was in Washington or y'all went to? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, that's gonna be fun, man. Uh, you know, Poppy just had the TV and um, in the back, and we had a tent, so we were drinking. We didn't watch the game. Oh yeah, see. Yeah, this is dope. Um, but yeah, better thing Antonio Brown, man. <laughs> like, he wants to leave the Steelers. He got got out of that situation. Went to Oakland, and then he just finesses his way out of Oakland and went to the. Patriots and everybody was saying, Goddamn Super Bowl already. Yeah. And then nigga played one game, caught a touchdown pass from Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, oh, here, here you go. Like, <laughs> here, 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 the past, the whole off season, and when he got actually got what he wanted, he was still a jerk. And 
I can't say like like accusations and stuff like that with, with like rape and, and domestic violence and stuff like that is, is very serious. So I don't want to say, you know, nothing too crazy, but I feel like if I were to believe that, you know what I'm saying, somebody did it, it would be Antonio Brown because he's, he's just been wilding right now. Like I don't, I don't know if he's like mentally stable enough to like, that's what I'll be thinking. To too. say that he he didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's it's crazy. We won't know till we know. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody know but God and, and the people involved. Right. They said um the those text messages are online somewhere. Mm. And I think like, I was reading comments on like different stories about him and they were saying whatever he said wasn't that bad. Mm. But I think <laughs> other stories I've heard they say it's more text messages though. So yeah. I don't know, man. It's just yeah, <laughs> like you were saying before on, a, on a, an episode before about Antonio Brown, we were just yeah. hoping, you know, the rape allegations, man. It's just, and it's crazy how you can lose endorsements and getting fired for allegations. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it's like a trend. Like if anything comes up about somebody with you know a rape charge or anything, it's mm-hmm. like allegations. Oh, you're done. Listen, now right. we can wait for the story to come out. So yeah, for a man, like for a woman, I don't know. It's like different, like. Everybody got the news. No, y'all, everybody seen Cardi B admit that she used to drug <laughs> yo, men yo. And, and rob them. Yo. It just flew over the radar. Like Not man. only did she say that on Twitter, but it's a movie that came out the yesterday. Movie, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's about that. I was watching the movie. Like, this is exactly what Cardi B was like saying. And she's in the movie. And it's like, it's a hit movie. So, like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy because I was seeing women, like I would talk to women about it and they'll be like, well, it's the guy's fault for buying a, a hooker or whatever, whatever. They deserve the X, Y, Z. So it's not her fault. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it's, it's just a double standard. I yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's double, definitely double standards, man. But but yeah, with the allegations with AB, like, I mean, I hope it's not true because like I've heard firsthand of situations where women try to use allegations to finesse for money and stuff like that so mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's, it's never one way like and, and, and look how easy it was like say hypothetically it's all fake it's all it's all not true right he hasn't been proven guilty or nothing but he's already been released from the Patriots I think he lost his like a, a Nike, Nike deal or something yep. lost his Nike deal so he's already losing money because of this and if if it was all fake and she just threatened to, to do this uh, smart. Like if I was Antonio Brown, I would definitely consider like just paying her off so that she don't even bring this up because right. even allegations uh, uh mess my career up. So if he would have just if he could if he would just gave her a million dollars, like she could have avoided this, and it, it would have made sense. You know what I'm saying? It would made she like she would have got off. She would have got away with it. You know. So it's just it's crazy to me. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you combat that. <laughs> That's wild, bro. Like yeah. this, um, I don't know if y'all watch Ballers. It's the show of The Rock. Mm-hmm. I heard it's about like it. A, um, it's like a football show. And like, they, they kind of talked about that. Like, I think, I forgot what episode it was, but one dude was, um, he was like, what was he doing? Drinking? And he was like um, sniffing cocaine or something. It was like mm-hmm. an NFL player <laughs> on the show. You know what I'm saying? Not a real NFL player. But, yeah. Um, and then somebody had a video of him doing that. Yeah. And then The Rock was like, he is a, it was, he was his like assistant or something or um, financial advisor. So they had to like find a way to get the tape. Mm. The dude that had it would bribe them or it was like, y'all got to pay me this amount of money or I'm going to release the tape. You put it off for ransom. Yeah, put it off for <laughs> ransom. Like, I wonder, I, I'm pretty sure shit like that be happening in real life too. Like, yeah. 
call somebody doing something crazy and be like, look, you got to pay me this amount of money or this shit can go in public. Yeah. On your whole career and shit like that, man. It's wild out here. Yeah, it's just not sad. Like I guess it's the, the price you pay for celebrity. But, Facts. you know, I don't know. I don't know. So do y'all think, um, I mean, it's pretty sure Tony Brown not going to play again this year, but y'all think he's done or you think he could be able to play next year or nobody going to want to take a chance on him or what? What y'all think? I think he's too good to, like, to not, you know, take a chance on him. I, I, I'm actually surprised the Patriots released him. Like, I know, right. like, you know, allegations is crazy, but the Patriots always seem like a type of, like, so mute on everything. They won't even give you no type of emotion when they had their press conferences. I thought they were just going to, like, ignore it right. and try to win the Super Bowl. But, you know, they released him. So, I, I definitely feel like... Man, they I, don't need that nigga to run the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, they don't. Though. They don't. They don't. <laughs> that was like a cherry on top of a cherry. Like, <laughs> they, like, don't, they don't. They don't. Niggas gonna win the. You know, they gonna win the ring with no name players for how long, man? Like, like six times in a row. Right. Even they, <laughs> even when they had Randy Moss, they didn't even win it that year. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. So I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did take a chance on them, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, capping it to me either. Right. But you know, I guess guess we'll find out. It's really out of his control at this point. Yeah, facts, so, man. So, yeah. praying that the, those rape allegations ain't true. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you just want to make sure you get the story right, get all the facts, and then, you know, yeah. make a wise decision after that. Exactly. If you it know, is true, then he deserves, you know, whatever he gets. Facts, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, that's what it is, man. So, let's switch topics again. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some music again, man. Um, All right, Kyrie. <laughs> Top five rappers. Top five Who rappers. Of all, all right. time. Of all time. All right. So... And I feel like this question is always like from left field, y'all. You never prepare for this. Right. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> All right, so my number one. It don't gotta be well, it don't gotta be in order, but if it is in order, it's fine too. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do just my top five rappers based on, you know, just, you know, objectively. I feel like you can't you can't match Jay Z, you know what I'm saying, and what yeah. he's done and is still doing. I feel like, you know, Jay Z's almost fifty years old. And if a Jay Z album came out today, it'll probably still, you know, go gold. So Gold, platinum. Platinum too, probably. Platinum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean at least gold, but definitely probably platinum. Um Jay-Z, uh, I feel like Lil Wayne had too much of an impact on the game for me to leave him out. Facts. Um I'll put Tupac Tupac there. Mm-hmm. Um and the last two for me. I feel like this was gonna be more personal for me, but um I'll say fifty. I like. I feel like when Fifty came out, it was it, the 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 amount of like hype that he had. I don't think anybody's ever like reached that again. I, yeah, I, I like think. Had, yeah, crazy. it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I put Fifty there, and I probably I probably go with the safe bet and put Biggie as my my five probably. Right. Yeah, you know, so I'll go with that one. Um, Nas is close too, but I always yeah Nas is I, I always gravitated towards more Hove. The Nas, yeah, but yeah. I definitely respect Nas. But Nas would be a six if I had to put anything. But you know, I don't know. Ask me tomorrow, my list might change. So, right, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like I'm about to say mine. I feel like cause we added this on the previous episode, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm about to. Um, if I listen to the previous episode, it'd probably be different. I can't <laughs> yeah. remember what my top five was last time. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, not no particular order: Jay Z, um, Tupac, Lil Wayne. Um, Kendrick mm-hmm. and and this is based off who I'm not really basing off like who's like talent wise or just like yeah. overall and I'm gonna put Drake because 
Yeah. Even though Drake is more he sings and raps though, but I feel like what he did for what he's done for music, nobody can take that away from him. Even though he might not be the most lyrical rapper or whatever, I think he's one of the most talented hip hop artists of all time to me. Drake is definitely like super talented, but I just feel like once that and I don't hate to be this guy, but once that that Ghostwriter shit came out, I feel like I can't put him in the top five best rappers list. Even though like I listen to Drake like probably more than any other rapper right now, like Drake. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying, lyrically, he's top notch, but I just don't know if he, you know, wrote my favorite stuff or, or not anymore. Like, I don't know. So I can't. Well, Drake writes songs too, though. He do write songs too. He do write songs too. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, but, I don't know. But my question is, when it comes to when you're recording in a studio, and you probably can yeah. tell me about this, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. When you're in a, in a studio and you're coming up with a song, coming up with lyrics, coming mm-hmm. up with a chorus, like you have people in the studio, you have your, you know, your, I guess your engineer, producer, whatever. Yeah. You got the rapper in there that's doing the um song. Yeah. Like, do people give you like some advice on, oh, you should say this, or this should be a part of the course, or like how does yeah. it, how does it go? People definitely. What do you think? What do you think? People definitely give give me advice or like uh, might suggest something. It's up to me whether or not I take that or I use that or not. And I don't, I have no problem with that. Like that's just a creative space. Yeah, people see, giving you an I don't, idea. I don't see that as ghost yeah. Uh, yeah, suggestion, suggestion ghost definitely not goes right. If somebody came and brought you a verse, brought you a whole not, not a chorus, <laughs> but a verse, yeah, that's not respected. Yeah, like chorus is cool because chorus, everybody can't sing. You know what I'm saying? You, you might have help with your chorus, but a right, verse yeah. as a rapper, and you consider yourself a rapper, like you can't. I, I, I could never like have somebody pin my whole verse, you know, that, that'd be, I wouldn't even feel right, you know, reciting that into the microphone. That's mm-hmm. Crazy yeah. to me. Now we heard, we heard. It's a rapper's track, right? Yeah. So does it mean it's, it's just the lyrics, or this is just how it will sound good if you say it like this? I think. Well, you might have had the lyrics, but the way I the way I got the, got the story was like Quentin Miller, whoever did you know, say whoever gave the reference track had a song that they had already already made, already made, or at least a part of a song, and it was like you know who would kill this shit, who would sound good saying this. Drake. Let me see what Drake thinks about this song. And then he sent them the song. And then Drake, you know, copied what what dude did on the song. You know what I'm saying? But it was just Drake's voice. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe he changed a couple things. But the skeleton of the track was given by somebody else. That's a ghostwriter. So, like, if it was just the hook, then I, I feel differently. But if it was, like, the verse. And I heard one, I think it was on his, I forgot what name of that, that, that mixtape album was. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Right. Um, one of the songs there, it was like uh, riding through the sits with my woes. That that song was so personal when I heard it. Like it sounded like I really feel like this is this is uh, Drake was taking me through Toronto, and this is how he felt at the time. But then I heard you know actually Quentin Miller wrote that for Drake. Yeah, yeah. So like it's like how can you? You know, how can you really respect that as, as you know, and, and, and it's different for Drake because I know Drake, like, we, like you said, we know Drake writes for other people and we know Drake is talented. Um, but, you know, he just made a decision to to get his record for somebody else. And, I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, there's some other rappers that you don't know about. Nah, I believe it too. I but believe that. it's probably not like Chorus and Jay-Z now. Uh, Lil Wayne, you know, like, it's, there might be some other rappers. Yeah, yeah, Wayne. Out there, but, no, Lyrical MCs, I'm pretty sure they don't. You probably get some advice, but yeah, the whole track. Yeah, 
Yeah, I feel like you it, 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 the double back the double back on um what we were saying earlier. If you don't, if you're in the studio and you get somebody who you know has a good idea and you let your pride get in the way of you taking that idea, you know, and incorporating it into you know what you're doing, I think that's just naive. So I definitely don't, you know, I don't, you know, look away at somebody who takes an idea and then builds on it. But you know, right. it's different. It's just different. Yeah, man. All right, so do your top five. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, my top five would be Hov, mm-hmm. uh, Nas, Kanye, uh, Kendrick, and mm-hmm. shoot, I got one more. Um, no Lupe. It mm-hmm. might be Lupe. Lupe. I'm trying to think. Let me. Let me <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Lupe. You um you grew up a big Lupe fan? I'm a huge Lupe fan. Gotcha. I feel like I, I knew another huge Lupe fan. Me and him used to like back in middle school, high school, we used to argue of who was the best rapper, Lupe or Lil Wayne. Oh, uh, uh, uh. At, at the time, you know. At the time, probably Lil Wayne, but right now, Lupe. Mm, yeah, I, I I could even like I like back then I didn't see it. Um, when I was younger, or how Lil Pay could be even considered, because at that time Lil Wayne was just everything to everybody. That's true. Um, but now I definitely see like the appeal of Lil Pay, and I feel like these days Lil Pay fans have kind of like fallen off on the Lil Pay train. Like, what do you, I don't, I wasn't a huge fan of Lil Pay fiasco, but it seems like he the alienated y'all or like has let y'all down or something. Would you, what would you think? Like, is that uh, as far as Lupe goes, it was just he was having a lot of problems with his label, mm-hmm. so he couldn't release the type of sound that he wanted to sound like he had to do a lot of like feature tracks and like radio hits which he wasn't into for real for real but once he got released from his label he was able to work on projects that you know the original Lupe like the food and liquor and like the laser type sounds that you know fans wanted like he released Tessido and Youth and I think Mm -hmm. his last release was Drogas Wade Mm -hmm. and those albums were dope yeah Drugs, but I like it wasn't like that, but yeah, he was Lupe fan. <laughs> yeah, this is like he's like his lyrical level is like on Nas. Yeah, and like it's like when he rap, he don't curse a lot or mm-hmm. at, at all. It's just straight bars and double entendres, and yeah, I rap I rap genius a lot of songs. You got to a Lupe Fiasco, I feel like exactly. Rap genius, Lupe Fiasco. It's like everything is like yeah. Everything is like, how can I say this? Like, everything means something. Every yeah, bar has a concept. Has a concept. There's no empty bars when Lupe is rapping. Yeah, and I think that's that's why I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah, no, I respect it. I respect it. Like, I always, I always, like, I see, I seen that even if, even though I didn't like, you know, wasn't a huge fan or I didn't like, you know, listen to whole albums by Lupe. I could see the talent and I knew he was um, nice. You know what I'm saying? So I always knew like he was, you know, top up there with like lyricism and shit like that so and like to relate him with Nas it's like with Nas like Nas always have like messages and yeah. gems and his lyrics and Lupe do too so yeah. it's like you don't catch it the first time or the second time but you might catch yeah. it the third time or the exactly. fourth time so it creates a better listening experience exactly exactly like I said, I, I feel that, and I like to I like to uh, incorporate that in like my lyrics too. I don't I don't like to go like as I feel like Lupe have you layer on layer on layer like triple entendres and all. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, so, why, that's why people are not a, fa- a fan favorite yeah. of Lupe because it's like he's too it's so dense intricate yeah, yeah it's too dense and he refuses to like he said like he got a song called Dumb It Down because mm-hmm. he refuses to dumb down his lyrics mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And like that's how that's how I respect uh Kendrick and Lupe. Like they have like a they don't done any of the lyrics, but like I yeah. feel like Cole he dumbs down his lyrics <laughs> to have his following, you know, yeah. have a better experience with you know his replay value. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge Cole fan. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, and I, I feel like he could be like more. He can he can be more intricate, but he yeah. not to. I can see why you was. And I understand why. I never thought about that. I never thought that he he he, he did that. Um, but I definitely I can definitely can see that. Um, I think I, I like Cole because it's, it's I like Cole over Kendrick because of exactly what you said. His his stuff is more easier to digest. digest. And I don't think. I don't know if he does it on purpose, or I don't think I don't know if he can't go to the level Kendrick goes, but I don't think it's necessary. I think when you have a, a message that's you know you can see it, you can like you can you know it like off first listen, and you know what it is. I think that is that's a talent in and of, of itself. Like you can say the least, and it and it still be impactful. You know, like, I feel like Cole is underrated in that regard. I feel like a lot of people when I hear Cole hate it be oh he's boring or you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, I think, I think Cole, Cole fans are similar to Cowboy fans. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think Cole fans annoy people who aren't Cole fans so much that they just, people just hate, hate Cole just because of that. Just like with wow. Cowboy fans. Like Cowboy fans are so, no offense, obnoxious sometimes that like wow. it, it makes you want to hate them. But I think people don't really dislike Cole. They just, because a lot of times people, be, people will say, oh, Cole, if you don't like Cole, you just don't understand the music. And that's just that's like, true, yeah, that's not true no more. And it's just a slap in the face like to people who just aren't fans. You know what I'm saying? That's just disrespectful. So I think that's why he gets his hate. Because I, I was a Cole fan at first. Like, I wouldn't listen to Kendrick at all. Mm-hmm. And when I heard Kendrick, I was just like, wow. <laughs> like, the way he's just able to, like, attack tracks differently. Mm-hmm. Like, he has, like, various... Uh, intricate styles like he's just not the same on every chat not saying that Cole is but like yeah. I feel like Kendrick is more versatile than Cole I can see that. I, yeah, like he, that too. I feel like he's more lyrical than Cole I feel like Cole yeah. is more melodic than Kendrick in which you know you're having your fans like you know repeat your songs and sing your songs and it's like more memorable he creates more memorable listening experiences yeah but yeah, that's just my thing. Yeah, well, me, I like, I like passion in the music when I can hear it in, the, right. in your voice, and I think they both have that. Yeah, they, they both have that. But um, I think Cole make me, makes me feel more. I don't know if it's the topics that he touch on or just his voice or what it is, but Cole makes me feel the passion when he does get into that 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 bag. Like when he did, he had a song called um, called "Be Free," and he was just singing and rapping a little bit about, you know. Wanting to like get out of the 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 chokehold that really feels like you black people or black black men in particular are under when you see a lot of us get killed by cops um in America like he he was able to portray that in a, in a, a song that was really like a minute and thirty seconds and it really made me feel like that emotion that that gives me and it was like easy for me and that's why that's why I put I put Cole over Kendrick but when I do hear Kendrick rap as well I can hear the passion in his voice too. Like when he did, he, like like I like Good Kid, Mad City more than you know his other stuff. Um, but that's probably my favorite album. Yeah, mine too. But the best album is to build the love. That's See, that's weird. what I hear. It's weird because I, I I can I can say that I can say that's the best album, but my personal favorite. Yeah, you can still have a favorite. Mad City. Like I can 
you know what I'm saying? I can understand how that can be a, a better album. I can listen to it and know that. But it's probably just the sound of Good Kid, Mad City is what yeah. makes me like that more. Yeah. It was, like I said, it's all about feeling, I feel like. It, that gave me a better feeling or a different feeling that I like more. Like, Sing About Me was just so... Sing About Me, I'm Dying to Thirst is crazy. Yeah. And it's creative as hell. Like, it ain't... It ain't like, it's, it's deep for the sake of being deep, but it's also, like, the way he did it. Like, I think the first... The first um, verse was, you know, from a, a different perspective. The second verse was, was from a, a different perspective than the, the, the first one. It's, it's so deep that I think, you know, it's just you got to tip your hat to that. You know, y'all, y'all seen that, uh, I guess it was the news that Cole wasn't doing any more features. Yeah, yeah. Really? Is that a true statement? I don't know if I believe him, but that's what he said. Yeah, he was like, all right, niggas, I'm going to do some features. I'm going to shut the hell up. And after that, I'm going to just not do that again. <laughs> you know what I want, you know, and then I'm going to go back in my bag. You think his next album will have no features again? Yeah. yeah can they just give us a couple of features? You don't got to be like, oh, yeah. I think he should do exactly what he did with, with the doing, other, doing features for other people. He should do with an album. Like, I think he should just have a bunch of features on his next album just because that's what, what the fans have been asking for and just right. to get it out of the way. Like, yeah, I did it. There you go. Right. But the way the way I see him being so stubborn, I don't, I don't think so. I think he might have, like, I feel like it would be a disservice to not have Jid on, on your, your next album because Jid is so... Talented. Right, Jade is crazy. Yeah, bro. and like, he's you know. Jade is like their their Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, I can. Or that. or their Isaiah Rashad. Like if we're gonna if we doing Top Dog and Dreamville, but what? Jade does sound like Kendrick though. He does. But he, he sound like him, but he still has his own style. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. He still like, has his own style. Like Logic sounds like Kendrick. Logic sounds like a lot of people. He sounds like a, he sounds like <laughs> a lot of people, but he, yeah. he definitely sounds like a poor man Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And like, I like Logic, Logic though. Cool, but I just wish he, he found his own sound. Yeah, and I, I I could respect him more. Like yeah, like I think I think he has it, but he he um he deviates from it and goes back to right. sounding yeah, like you know yeah. yeah. But I like Logic a lot though. Logic is Logic can rap rap. You know what I'm saying? Gang related is probably one of my top five songs ever. Right. But, you but know. to me, I put uh, Mac over uh, Logic in the day. Mac Miller over Logic. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely. Just because he has his own sound and it's him. Yeah, him. you know it's Matt Miller. Like anybody else, it's him. He was original. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm probably listening to Listen to Matt Miller as far as white rappers more than Eminem, to be honest. Yeah. I, man, I say, I, I say something like that in front of an Eminem fan, and they just act like I don't know music. Like Eminem is Eminem is great, but Eminem is not like the end all be all with rappers. Period, or like white rappers, or like people. People, his fans are like they really ride for him. So I guess I respect it, but. I just never listened to it. Eminem. Me neither. Me neither. He's Even like his best album. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the Marshall Magic LP. I never listened to that. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was crazy. Though. Slim Shady LP. I never. Maybe I should do that one day. But yeah. I, like I, I don't know. Maybe when I was younger, I couldn't get through it. I think he definitely has like, if, if, I'm, if I'm naming top 10 um, hip hop songs ever, Eminem's pro- definitely probably be up there with, with at least, you know, Lose Yourself or something like that. I think right. he has like classic records and he's he's definitely like you can't deny his his lyricism and you know what i'm saying what he's done for hip-hop 
regardless of how you view him. That's true. Um, but I definitely think he's overrated. You know what I'm saying? Not to say he's not great, but people, people, people will say he's better than, you know, Jay-Z or something like that. And I, I just can't agree with that. You know? We all had Hove in our top five. Nobody said. Like, Hove is my favorite. <laughs> like, all time, yeah. it's Hove. But, uh, it's like, they did the track Renegade together. I don't know. That track was, the track, if you listen to the song, like, even the instruments, the instruments, I think, I think, Eminem made the beat, but I don't, I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But the song was made, I feel like, for Eminem. Like it was easy for Eminem to to flourish on that song. That's I think. True, yeah. Um, but he definitely killed him. But you know, I just think he was it was set up that way. I don't know. No. Well, speaking about albums, man, what's uh? You got a top five albums of all time, Kyrie? Yeah, I do actually. Like your um, personal favorites. So, personal favorites, I would definitely put um. Get Richard Die Trying up there. This is no order, but Get Richard Die Trying will always be top five. Um, the Carter Two, definitely. Um, Reasonable Doubt. Always felt like like I was born in '93. Reasonable Doubt came out '96. Right. That was like the soundtrack to like my childhood as a toddler. Like my parents and the people my mom was around was always playing Reasonable Doubt. So that's gonna always be in my top five. Um, Little Monk. That's three. Uh. This one is probably like a, a not too obvious one. My favorite rapper's name is, is Charles Hamilton. Okay, I heard of Charles Hamilton. Yeah, when Charles Hamilton came out when I was in high school, it was like, he really, it, like, I got my start because I listened to Charles Hamilton and I realized I could do this too and yeah. I want to do this. So he'll always be, you know what I'm saying, in my, my favorite rapper list. And The Pink Lava Lamp, his first album was, was a classic to me. Um, and also, I probably put Good Kid Mad City at five. I think, yeah. I can agree with that, man. Yeah. Um, let me see. My top five, man. Let me see. No particular order. I might try to piggyback off of you, man. I would mm-hmm. say Reasonable Doubt from Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, the Carter 3 by Lil Wayne. Yeah. Even though I kind of think, I kind of believe the Carter 2 is better than the Carter 3. Mm-hmm. Or the Carter 2 is probably the best Carter out of all of them. I think it is. I think it is. But the Carter I 3. it is. But the Carter 3 is just maybe the impact. The impact was crazy. More. Yeah. As far as just me knowing what I was doing during that summer of 08, mm-hmm. you know, being in high school and it's all those hit songs mm-hmm. on that album is just, you know, it hit it hits different. You know, you, you remember, even, you know, with music, you always remember the time, you know, what you was doing when that song, when that album came out. Exactly, exactly. So for me, it'd be the part of three. Um, I say Illmatic. Mm, even though when I was a young boy when it came out, but you know how you gravitate to old music when you get older. Yeah. So me listening to that really, you know, changed my life. Yeah. Um, so that's three albums. Um, I would say Good Kid, Mad City as well, even though, like, I, you know, like we all would say, The Pimper Butterfly is probably Kendrick's best album. But like I said, to me, Good Kid, Mad City was just, I had a different feel with that album when that came out. I think I think with that with that one it was so anticipated and it right. delivered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it like, delivered. It's like you were anticipating something. Yeah, and then it, and it happens. It's like a, it happens exactly how you thought it would exactly. happen. Exactly. <laughs> so that's probably what made people feel like a certain way about that album. Yeah. You know, and um, shoot, one more. I can't even think. Um, the last spot always the hardest one. <laughs> damn. Um. Shit, man. Um. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I only got four right now. I'm talking my head, but that's what I would say. I respect it. Yeah. What about you, Scott? You got any, any top five? Top, top five, three? Top five, top 
whatever, not in any order or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It have to be uh, the Black Album by Hov. Oh, mm-hmm. I think that's what made me, a, it didn't make me a Jay-Z fan. I think it, like, fulfilled my, fulfilled me as a Jay-Z fan. Like, you now I listen to Jay-Z here and there, like his stuff. And, but, like, the Black Album, I was listening to that, like, through and through. I remember I had, like, a little gray CD player, and that's the only album I would listen to. Yeah. And the way he was like talking to Pac at the end, it was just it was yeah, that dope. was that was wild. It was dope. Yeah. So uh, that hold on, hold on, please. Um, Food and Liquor by Lupe because mm-hmm. it was just way ahead of his time. Yeah. That was dope though. I remember that one. Like Lupe, he came out when uh, Trap was heavy, so like he really didn't get the attention that he deserved. Like, I think that album was just too ahead of his time. Yeah. Time. Uh, I got one more. I have one more album. It, it'll go to Illmatic too. It'll okay. go to uh, Nas. Like that yeah. album is just, it got me through like college mostly. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Nas. Yeah, Illmatic. So that's my top five. Hey, I think my my fifth album would be uh, Graduation by Kanye. Yeah. Even though, like I said, just like school said, I would say My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was Kanye's best album. But to me, I probably like graduation more personally. Yeah. You know, on a listening level, but that's my top five right there. Yeah. So, um, I respect. When you say, uh, go back to your list, scope, when you say, um, Lupe's album or Lupe was ahead of his time, you think if he came out like somewhere like around this time, it'd be able to did better? Yeah, he would have did better around this time because, mm. uh, conscious rap wasn't. You think so think, during this time, though? Yeah, during this time with the Kendrick and when all right, yeah, mm-hmm. with Kendrick and Cole, like mm-hmm. he would he would have been mixed in pretty well. But I feel yeah. like his albums were like ahead of his time. Like the topics he was talking about, people weren't feeling them because it was just it was just trap rap. Trap rap was just more prevalent than his than, than that that album. So early long. trap rap too, not like uh, people consider today's music trap rap too. Oh, yeah, but like early like 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 you mean like Jeezy and, Jeezy, and yeah. T I and them, yeah. But like early trap rap niggas was rapping during it's like it's crazy because like Jeezy nigga be he be rapping. T I was rapping. They were still rapping back then but it was it, the the subject matter is what I think Right, that's stuff. true. Yeah. That probably is even dumbed down even more because even back then people were saying well Trap rap's taking over, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it, it evolved to like just, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Yeah, bro. Gucci like, gang. No, yeah, they was rapping back then, but yeah. it was just, it's just a subject matter. Yeah, like, right. I feel Lupe, Lupe was on some more conscious, you know, black empowerment. But to, to, to Lupe's, to Lupe's, um, to, to his like star, I think he and Kanye were like, they pioneered the new, the like, I think they made it okay for. Whoever came after to, to come after, I think. Right. I think they stayed with the first ones. So yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of like the Kanye was such a star that he kind of overcame that. But Lupe definitely like took the arrows so that you know a lot of other people can go. You know what I'm saying? That's safely. True. Yeah, yeah. With the backpack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, pink that. polo. Yeah. I feel like Kanye was just 
Kanye is not appreciated enough because I feel like he pioneered how producers produce today with uh, 808s and Heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, use, true. the use of the 808 and mm-hmm. auto-tune, I think he just took that and just leveled it up and like yeah. he just influenced a lot of people today like Metro yeah. and like Travis and like people don't really give him the credit for that but I, I do. Yeah. So, I think I think I think people give him the credit for it, but I don't think you can give him enough credit ever. I think it, he was so instrumental in that that you know what I'm saying just saying that you know what I'm saying he he had a hand in it is not enough. I think it feels like that way because he was really the first one to like take that sound and do something amazing with it. So yeah, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye's another one that I feel like is gonna be on a lot of people's top five. Yeah, you know, and I respect it. So what what do you think? Um, what is your best? Well, what do you think is the best rap album of this year, um, Kyrie? Let's go. Y'all can chime in on that. Of this year. Uh, YBN, John. Yeah, I like YBN and Cordae's John, too. Oh, I ain't, I ain't even heard that John yeah, yet. Yeah, check that John out, man. Because I thought he was just like a mumble trap type rapper, but he, he be spitting on that When joint. I first heard him, he had responded to the, the Cole John and was like, yeah, yeah. he kind of took like the opposite side. like. Cause Cole, cause he t- kind of took it like Cole was coming at like younger rappers, and he was kind of like coming at older rappers. But I always knew he could spit, but um, I just never, I ain't took the time to listen to him yet. But I heard he was nice. I heard he was nice. Um, I don't know who I would. I gotta look through my Apple Music <laughs> and see who I would. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think my favorite one probably this year is gonna be uh that Dreamville joint. Yeah, I think, I think Dreamville probably got it for me. I, probably, I might need to be reminded of like, what came out this year, but yeah, I feel like it's been like a slow year for hip hop. Yeah, it has been. I feel like last year was crazy. Yeah, shit. But this year's kind of it's kind of been slow. Kanye dropping next week. I heard. That yeah, trip. man. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, um, Is it? speaking of that, yeah, <laughs> that was one of my top list of topics to talk about. Yeah, Kanye album Jesus is King is coming out next Friday. The 27th. The 27th. So, my question to y'all is, why do you think he decided to drop this instead of Yandy? Or was Yandy the same album where he just changed the name? What do you think happened? I don't think he was ever intending on dropping the album when they were talking about Yandy because it was just so quick. from It was just so quick from Ye, mm-hmm. they were releasing Ye, that I didn't even believe when I saw, oh, Ye about to drop another album. So, like, I think this is, like, the album that he really intended on releasing. For me and my creative process, when I think about what Kanye probably probably happened, because I know if it was me, this probably would happen with me. Um, I might, you might have started on the album, which was Yandi, and then it started sounding different. Like you might have got inspired by a different sound or a different subject or or, or whatever. Right. Like I see he was doing the church thing a lot. It's gonna be a gospel album, right? I ain't yeah, into, that's so what, that's, that's what we're thinking. I know he was doing the church thing a lot, and maybe he was feeling that so much. He was like, you know, I'm gonna turn this album into. Of this, and that's what that's 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 what it started sounding like. So he decided, let me, let me let me go ahead and switch the whole, the whole process of it. Let me switch the whole concept of it. Y'all seen right. the remix he did to uh, So Ancient? That joint was crazy. I ain't that seen it. Y'all think he's really starting to cope? Everybody saying he's starting to cope. Shh, no, I don't. Uh. Uh, I don't know how to cope. Like, he's like. Nah, he's, he, he's finding his own way <laughs> to worship God and like he you know you can't be mad at a guy like that like you can't be mad at anybody like that he's finding his own way to worship like everybody everybody doesn't 
do the whole go to church and yeah. sing and everything else. So he started his own thing. And they what, they just be singing songs. They have like, <laughs> talking time, but they just meet up on and sing. Yeah. Right. So. See, I'm not, I like, I've I been in my bubble so much that I didn't even know that he was, like, starting a, a, a church or a cult, a cult like this. But I, I'm not surprised. Like, it sounds like something Kanye would do. I but like the, sound, the sound of cult because it just. Yeah, uh, it sounds like. It, it, it reminds <laughs> me of when, uh, back in 2012, and everybody was like, Oh yeah, uh, Kanye, Jay Z, and Beyonce and the Illuminati, mm. and right. on the New Year they're gonna take over the world. Mm. I'm like, you dumb as fuck. How the hell do you believe this world for real? Like me back then thinking about the Illuminati, it's rich, powerful white man. Yeah, like, Kendrick, Kendrick actually had a, had a line. He was like, "Y'all probably know what I said." Um, he was like. Who said a black man in the Illuminati? Last time I checked, that was, was the, the biggest, biggest racist party. party. Yeah. yeah, like how? Yeah, that don't make sense. <laughs> don't make sense. Like, people was believing that. Yeah. And people weren't listening to their music like that, like talking about it for real. For yeah. I was around the time uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy came out, so like a lot of people were just like distancing themselves from that album mm. because of the allegations of the Illuminati, which is just. What I can't see, what I can't see with it is that if I was like, you know, what I'm saying, if I was, you know, I went to school for like marketing and stuff like that. So if I was a, a artist and I seen that like by accident, um, people started to think that I was in the Illuminati. With my next, with my next video, I might, I, I would probably tease it a little bit and or like, that's what they were doing. yeah, like that's, you, that's, that's, that's exactly the smart thing to do. That's, that's a, exactly what they were doing. Like, like Rihanna and Hove and yeah. all the other people that have like. Skulls and stuff like yeah. that in their videos for people to be like, we'll make little YouTube videos right here. You can yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> it's clickbait, you know? Rihanna is now transforming herself into such and such. such. No, no, no. Beyonce is transforming to Sasha Fierce. At this point right here, Beyonce throws up the triangle, which is the rock, which is the Illuminati. Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> if you paid attention, if you paid attention to her last album six years ago, she did the exact same thing. And it's, I can't be mad at it. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a smart marketing like ploy. So, you know, mm. yeah, people do it today still too. Like with the whole the whole Takashi thing. I think once he realized I could say, I could say the wildest stuff. And people will eat it up. Right. I'm gonna keep saying wild stuff so that I can keep being relevant and make this money. So that's true, man. Yeah. Um, speaking of albums, man, I just want to touch on this real quick. Um, Post Malone, man, he released his album, I think last Friday or two weeks ago. I can't remember how long ago it was, but it sold what a half a million copies in the first week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people hate on Post Malone. Mm-hmm. They say he's a culture vulture. Mm-hmm. Um, what do y'all think, man? Because he he's an artist that sells. Yeah, he puts out that he sells. He he sells out arenas and everything. I don't know. I don't listen to Pope <laughs> personally. Like I don't know. I guess he's like one of those rappers that a lot of pe- white people buy into. I got a couple things with this one because I, I feel like with Eminem, the same thing happened with him. I feel like when you appeal to like you know what I'm saying side. both sides but especially you know what I'm saying Caucasian America and I feel like you're always going to sell crazy because you know there's a lot of Caucasians but also right. like that that you go mainstream way faster right yeah and, that's what I yeah and I think Post gets his hate because just the way you know what I'm saying it, it's just like a 
if I had to say something, he he looks like what a white person would do if they were dressing up as a rapper for Halloween. And <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why he gets his his hate. I don't know if he deserves it or not. I don't know, but I just think that's what it is. Um, I always tell people like uh, Lil Nas X is like payback for Post Malone, like because <laughs> they they're doing the same thing but in different you know different genres. Right, it's kind of like opposite both ways. Exactly, exactly. The thing is, like Post is more accepted, like. People hate Lil Nas. Like, they were just trying their best to just kick him out yeah. of certain yeah. avenues and like genres and everything. And like they did not want him. They did not want Old Country Road to be considered as a country song. Yeah, and it's a it's a country song because like with country music, like they got a, a white guy that be rapping on his tracks and he's considered country. So why yeah. not Little Nas X can be considered a uh, Country. And that in that in that song he was he wasn't he won't even rapping was he rap he was singing he was just he was just singing and rhyming for yeah just yeah like a lot of country stars do yeah know? so I think it did have like a, a couple like some some trap elements in the music but it was yeah. still like the subject matter was country it had a lot of country elements it's a it country song of, uh, Billy Ray for it to be yeah country yeah that's why he didn't have to do all that. I respect. You shouldn't Bill, have to do all that. You shouldn't have to do that, but I do respect Billy Ray for for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it, true too. But at the same time, like you could do it and make make money. Like it's no like it's, I can see why he would do it for like the righteous reason, and I also can see why he would do it, you know, for the dollar sign reason. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it worked out both ways for both parties. So yeah, yeah. Man, shout out to um, Billy Ray and Lil Nas, man. Yeah, but when, when when Post Malone first came out, I never saw. This coming, I thought he was just like I thought White Iverson would be like a one hit wonder, <laughs> but he definitely took it in and made a whole career out of it. So I respect it, you know. I think people the hate that I've seen was because he has all but all hip hop artists on his on his on album. His album. But so that I think that's why they say he's a culture vulture trying to use the mm-hmm. features to I don't know gain more sales or whatever. Yeah, because he's not he's not really a rapper to me. He's more of a like. Um, like singing on tracks type. I don't know. I can't explain <laughs> like, would it you now. Consider a lot of, that, like, a lot of rappers do that now. And yeah, now. that is rap now. <laughs> it's like harmonizing on over a beat. Mm-hmm. You know, um, cause that's what um Juice World. He's kind of like that too. He kind of like um sings over a beat. He don't really rap to me, but I mean, I guess that's the the, the age of hip hop we live in now. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Juice World is a is a funny case because I felt like he. I hate, like, I'm not, like, I don't look at everything it would race, but I feel like because he sounds so, he sounds, like, on his music, I forgot what the name of that, that hit record was, but that record, if you told me that was done by a white dude, I believe it, because it sounds right. so much like emo, um, emo rock, but mixed yeah. with, like, rap, too, that, yeah. like, I see why it's so appealing to, like, everybody, um, so, like, he, 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 is like an interesting. I, I think he's like crazy to me that he came out like that, but I'm not surprised either. Right. I think um, X as X Tentacion kind of paved the way for that type of music to be like the new the new wave. So mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, interesting times. Right. <laughs> Speaking of interesting times, man, this nigga six nine, aka Takashi six nine. This is like the, I guess, the big story in not even hip hop, just the news in general. Like even main <laughs> people are talking about six nine. Yeah. So you know, I guess the thing is, 
people don't like about him is, you know, they're saying he's snitching and he's calling out people. Um, they say he even called out Jim Jones. Mm. And they say he mentioned, well, he didn't mention Cardi B. The judge had mentioned Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And I think he spoke on that too. Um, mm-hmm. But, it, you know, like, what do y'all think about that as far as somebody that, like, he really, like, we all know now. Because like, even when he came out, you know, some of us had, I guess, questions of, you know, is he really a real gangster or is he really living the life that he claimed to live? But we all know it's a lie now because he's just telling yeah. people. And he's saying himself, like, he just uses persona to really get his career off the ground. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I'm pretty sure we knew of artists before him that, that haven't done that before. Yeah. But it's like we really know now, like, somebody really, like, tell the <laughs> truth about it. You, you know, gotta, like, we never really, you gotta we, complain we never now. hear anybody say that, like, yo, I, I made all this shit up. Yeah. This is the first person I've heard <laughs> say that before, so it was just wild. I ain't like, even thought about that, like, that angle of it. That is crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I like, how do y'all feel about snitching? Like, I know for me, snitching to me is if you are with a group of people that's doing certain things, you know, when it all goes down, you know, don't snitch on anybody that you did, you know, did that dirt with too. Yeah. You know, it's one thing if you like maybe seeing somebody like you had nothing to do with it, but you happen to see somebody get killed mm-hmm. or there's no information that can help. Mm-hmm. Somebody find you know get justice. I feel yeah. like that's not that's different. That's not snitching. Yeah. But if you're in it with a group of people, and then y'all all get caught, and then you rat them out. Yeah. That's snitching to me. Yeah. That, you know that, what I'm I, I agree. Like snitching to me is, is when you're doing dirt with somebody, somebody, and y'all both doing it. Y'all both know what y'all getting into, and y'all both agree that we're gonna do this thing. And then when shit go left, you 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 fold and you you, you snitch another person or like if you. Also, I would consider snitching if something, I ain't gonna say like if it has nothing, if it has nothing to do with you and then you go out of your way to like tell on somebody, not with like murder or something like that, but like, like, like usually I feel like snitching came about with like, you know, people hustling and selling drugs. Like if you going out of your way to like stop somebody's money that's trying to get it that way, that can be the can be considered snitching too. Yeah. But mostly it's like when you also, you in the lifestyle too and you, and you, Decide to save my own, myself. I'm a I'm a tell on my my homeboy, my friend, or my person. I was doing this 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 crime with. You know what I'm saying? Like when right. you into that that world, you know what I'm saying? You that's what you agree to. That's that's the street code or whatever. That's what you know what you get yourself into. So with six nine, I feel like his his story got so many elements though that I don't. Like it's definitely he definitely snitched because he definitely told like he told these niggas to do the things that they did, and now he's telling that. They did the yeah. things like so. Like right. he was definitely like in the midst of it. He some people consider him like the like like the boss of it. Like he he had the money. He was financing these activities. So he he definitely is is snitching. If if <laughs> we give it a definition, I feel like um, I'll consider it snitching for him. Like you know he didn't really know these guys for real for real. Like he met them back on the set of Gummo video back in two thousand seventeen mm-hmm. and. Like, I, yeah, he was repping them and financing their activities and everything else, but when it came down to it, before he was locked up, like, him and the gang was going through it in which he was trying to separate himself from them. Yeah, they were trying and to I, kill him. Yeah, they were trying to kill him. Then one of them uh, kidnapped him and, like, robbed him. Yeah. Like that, so. Yeah. Like, like I said, you can't... And they, there was, like... 
fucking his baby moms, I heard, and, and like a yeah, bunch of so other I, stuff. I, I don't know who he did snitch on, so I'm not gonna snitch on some people that was trying to do me in and kill me and rob me. Like, you gotta be careful. <laughs> like, I'm doing 47 years for, for these niggas. I, I can see, I can see why. People will say that, but at a, when I heard that, like the, the the things that these people are going to jail for, is like um, the beef he had with Casanova. So when he when he agreed to have these people come into his life and promote his music and give him this tough guy image, he was also he won't just like I right, be in the videos, do this, do this, talk y'all shit, yada 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 yada. It was more. It was like I right, I don't like Casanova. I got a problem with him. Like he admitted that in the testimony, I think, and was like I had a problem with him. We need to do something about them. And then the, the dudes that was really about the life was like, okay, cool. We're going to do it. And then they went and did it. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like he was, when you, once you take on that 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 beast of, of like being in the gang or like being associated with the gang and then you start ordering hits, mm -hmm. then it is different. But it, right. but I definitely see like you wouldn't want to take time, like do time for these dudes that really didn't give a fuck about you. So why would you, why should you like try to save them or like go down with them? It's, it's, it's a hard decision. I don't me, me personally, I would never put myself in that position right, to have to. Yeah, that's crazy. Like you know, it's all this this came for him trying to you know do his music career. Yeah. You know, look what got you. You know what I'm saying? But I think the bigger question is like, can he come out? Like, is he gonna come out and still try to do music or like? Is that's he, what I was gonna ask that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's. I can. I will see how it would make sense for. For him to still get, um, I guess, plays or people still listening to his stuff. Mm -hmm. I just, I think because of the time we live in, and I don't know, I just feel like it would be weird. I feel like he can come out and still make a song. And he might not be as big as his other hits. If, if, I, had to, if I had to make a prediction, um, I would bet on that he does, like, if he can, like, if it's like, if he could do it without you know, being shot. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> he can like, I think the way social media is set up these days and the way the, these kids are set up, like they don't, they're not going to care. Like when, if he come, once he comes out and make a funny ass video on Instagram, he's going to be right back where he left off. And, you know, I, I think the, the, the question about it is whether or not like he can like safely perform his music and like safely, right. you know, yeah, be in the public. public. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's done in music, like, because everywhere he goes to, like, try to tour, like, people, it's just going to be a mark on his head, or he's going to be classified as a snitch, or whatever, whatever, and I believe that he has enough money to whereas he can just be done and just chill somewhere. Yeah. Because yeah. his, his, his image as a rapper is just tarnished, and I don't see him getting that back. Yeah. I, I, I would have said that, like, you know what I'm saying, in a the different age. I just feel like today the the, the biggest consumers of music is like preteens, kids. Yeah, the kids and they're not gonna care. <laughs> they are not they as long as they make it, he making them laugh and the music is like exciting and lit, which is that I think that's his appeal. And it's, and because he was he might come out and be like I can see it coming out and be like, Yeah, all that shit was lie, that was lie, I'm still a gangster, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and people eating it up. But you know, I just don't. It's gonna be fun to watch. <laughs> I don't know. We gonna we gonna definitely see, man. Um, but yeah, Kyrie, I'm gonna um, put you on the spot again, man. Mm -hmm. Um, you think we can get a quick freestyle, man? Oh yeah, yeah, I can rap. Fuck you know off. Saying you wanna um, instrumental, you just wanna acapella that joint. I'll just do acapella. Fast, you know what I'm okay, just do it quick. Get it. <laughs> All right.
Alright, so let's take it back to the fabric. Back to the magic. What happened? The thing we crafted is absent. The shit is madness. I happen to be involved. Happy to help the cause. Exactly. You think I changed because rapidly I evolved. Don't ask me about that bitch. Ask me about a lick and I tell you to get the money and blow it all on your wrist. Now she blowing all on my dick and I tell her to take it slowly. Remember, it's a cold December and you don't know me. Cold hearted. Snowed and froze on my rose garden. Apart from the lack of trust, I've been feeling just like a target. Aim higher if you wave it at me. It's been a long year, tired, I can't claim I'm happy, but still inspired. They say crying for the weak, though, you lying through your cheekbones. Say I ain't a giant, I'm Goliath, and you like Tito. You know, that's that's what I got for y'all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it, yo. Hey, you know I got I got a song out, bro. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> nah, we, we was fucking around, oh, but yeah. it's, a, it's a real recorded song, uh, me and Skull and some other people. Oh, shit, I still want to hear that shit. I'm going to listen to but no, that shit was fire, man. I appreciate yeah. you, bro. No doubt, anytime. You know, I appreciate you bringing me out. You know what I'm saying? Coming, inviting me out to this joint. Definitely want to support you, capture the world. You know what I'm saying? Y'all doing y'all thing. I feel it. Thank you, man. All right, let me get in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. One more. Yeah, check, let's do check. it. I never lose, so let's conclude. I'm always on my P's and Q's. Flow more solid than G or dudes. Mm. It was written in, it was tattooed. Arabic lane for muck too. Money mainframe like CPUs. Mm. You stuck in cold winters. I'm on a tropical cruise. Mm. You may call a wife. I'm just calling the boo. Mm-hmm. And we stay out of sight like Mr. Magoo. But not to be rude, it's about me, it's not about you. All these bitches stick to me like I'm hot glue and nigga, not you. Can't you see the heat of four chains around my neck? All Jesus pieces stay high in the sky with Jesus' nieces and they all roll L's in Victoria's Secret. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> a little song, a little, little Let's song, go. Song. <laughs> All right, David, you got it. You got it. I'm saying, put you oh, on the spot shit, now, I man. Ain't like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't better sit on me like that. So we need to go next. <laughs> the fuck out of here. I need a paper and pen. Let's go. <laughs> Matter of fact, I need. Uh, let me get. Um, what's that boy name that did Drake jump? Uh, oh, Quentin Miller. <laughs> let me get Quentin Miller. Let me sound right quick. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my ghostwriter. <laughs> let me get my ghostwriter. <laughs> nah. But nah, man. That that's what's up, bro. Um. This is my my last question for the for the night. Um right. this is a question I ask all my all my guests, man. Um, how do you plan to capture the world? Oh man. I like that I like that question. All right. So I plan to capture the world by, you know what I'm saying? I wanna my goal has always been to go out and do what I wanna do in this world. Like we get one life, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it'd be a shame to to spend it not doing what you like to do, not mm-hmm. doing what you love. You know what I'm saying? Not taking full advantage of, of you know, the, the gift of life that you've been given. So my plan is to just go out, keep doing this music, keep, you know what I'm saying? I want to travel soon. I want to see the world. I want to I want to do everything that, you know what I'm saying, that that means something to me. So, and to me, that'd be my my hobby, my dream, my passion, music. Um, I want to see the world and I want to find, like, you know what I'm saying, love for real. As corny as that sound, I definitely want to no, find love. No, corny, bro. We getting old, my nigga. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? They still have family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, I'm so fucking... My standards are so are so high. Like I want to like find somebody that's like perfect. So that's a goal way, for me. Bro. That's the goal for me. And, and you know, so just just raising a family that that I can give my knowledge to, and that can, I can set them up to be successful as well. You know what I'm saying? Basically, just doing. You know what I'm saying? What I my, reaching my goals is how I plan to capture the world. So yeah. And that's what's up, man. Um, like I said again, man. Um, I appreciate you, Kyrie, for coming out. No doubt, no doubt. Um, let's tell the listeners your, um, your social media one more time. Where they can find your music and uh, let's follow you on Instagram and stuff like that. All right, so you can find my music on you know I'm on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash Kyrie Wiley Music. I'm on SoundCloud.com/backslash you know what I'm saying Kyrie Dash Wiley. 
Um, you can also hit me on Twitter at Kyrie Wiley. That's K-Y-R-E-E-W-I-L-E-Y. Um, and on Instagram, I'm on my Kilo Kai, K-I-L-O-K-Y underscore. You know what I'm saying? Just hit me up anytime. I'm a real nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Anybody can DM me and let me know whatever. And, you know, so I show love. So, yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, that's a wrap, man. Um, this is episode nine. This is David Carmichael the second with the Caption the World podcast. Yep. And shout out to all our listeners on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and YouTube. Appreciate all our listeners, man. We're just getting bigger and better. Episode 9, we're going to have plenty more to comment, so appreciate y'all again. This is uh, Sko, a.k.a. Damien, or Damien, a.k.a. Sko, <laughs> and my boy Kyrie, man. Yo. And we y'all, episode 9, y'all have a good night. Peace. Peace. City. Ain't no matter where I go, I got Norfolk with me Cause the city on my back and my niggas in the back Who don't rap, they just strapped and dressed in all black So act right and get wrapped tight I can spaz and body bag you fast as my rap's tight And your bitch still wishing it was last night Reminiscing like, like she just want a chance to fly A chance with cow. well I'm sorry baby girl I can't stand goodbye So until next time, keep your man in mind and get high Get high, get she high. just want a chance to fly, a chance with cow. Well, I'm sorry, baby girl, I can't stand goodbye. So until next time, keep your man in mind and get high, get high, get high. Uh, your G5 couldn't get this fly. You ain't smoking my life, you can't get this high. So they hoping I might puff and pass to the right. But I can see it in their eyes, pupils filled with spite. They one step, Professor Kai gave everybody F's and they wept after reading. I'm sorry, can't stop the bleeding, no pressure. I'm undefeated, rappers hardly competed They might as well have retreated Believe it, I be the phoenix Even Gina's on my penis Screamed of it when she seen it She swears the kid is a genius My baddest bitch is from Venus I grab her hips when I need it She powder looks when I'm leaving Only love her when I'm deepin' That's what she thinking I'm thinking that maybe this bitch is tweaking Maybe she needs a weekend alone So I'm gone, passion, no fly zone Dropping bonds on your home When every verse gets thrown So hold your dome and find yourself a safer zone She just want a chance to fly A chance with cow. I'm sorry, baby girl, I can't stand goodbye. So until next time, keep your man in mind and get high, get high, get high. She just want a chance to fly, a chance with cow. Well, I'm sorry, baby girl, I can't stand goodbye. So until next time, keep your man in mind and get high, get high, get high. She just want a chance to fly, a chance with cow. Well, I'm sorry, baby girl, I can't stand goodbye. So until next time, keep your man in mind and get high, get high. Yeah, she just want a chance to fly, a chance with cow. Well, I'm sorry, baby girl, I can't stand goodbye. So until next time, keep your man in mind and get high, get high, get high, uh, uh, uh.